Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the MedBullets Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of the limbic system, found under the neurology section at medbullets.com. The limbic system has several functions, including homeostasis, olfaction, memory, emotions, and drives. You can remember this with the mnemonic HOME. The main components of the limbic system include the limbic cortex, hippocampal formation, which is involved in learning and memory, the amygdala, which is involved in emotions and drives, the olfactory cortex, the hypothalamus, and the thalamus. We will also discuss the Pepez circuit. Although it overly simplifies the circuitry of the limbic system, it is a useful way to expose yourself to this circuitry. Fibers from the hippocampal formation enter the fornix to reach the lateral and medial mammillary nuclei. Fibers from the medial mammillary nuclei project to the anterior nucleus of the thalamus, which subsequently projects fibers to the cingulate gyrus after passing through the internal capsule. Fibers from the cingulate gyrus then project to the parohippocampal gyrus and then to the interrhinal cortex and finally to the hippocampal formation. One clinical correlate is anterograde amnesia. This describes a deficit in forming new memories and can be seen in bilateral medial temporal lobe damage. Another clinical correlate is Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome. This is caused by thiamine deficiency and results in bilateral necrosis of the mammillary bodies. These patients typically present with a triad of ataxia, eye movement abnormalities, and confusion. After the patient survives the acute stages of this disease, they can develop anterograde and retrograde amnesia. Another clinical correlate is Kluver-Busey syndrome. This results from bilateral lesions of the amygdala and adjacent temporal lobe structures, which results in placidity, decreased aggressive behavior and having little emotional reaction, psychic blindness, hyperorality, and hypersexuality. Schizophrenia is another clinical correlate. It involves defective dopaminergic signaling in the mesolimbic pathway, the ventral tegmental area of the midbrain to the ventral striatum. It is responsible for positive psychotic symptoms, such as delusions and hallucinations. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to the limbic system, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 20-year-old male is brought to a psychiatrist by his parents for bizarre behavior. His parents report that over the past two semesters in school, his personality and behavior have changed noticeably. He refuses to leave his room because he believes people are spying on him. He hears voices that are persecutory and is convinced that people at school have chips implanted in their brains to spy on him. Screenings for depression and mania are negative. His past medical history is unremarkable. His family history is notable for a maternal uncle with bipolar disorder. He does not drink alcohol or smoke. His temperature is 98.8 Fahrenheit, blood pressure is 115 over 70, pulse is 85 per minute, and respirations are 18 per minute. On examination, he appears to be responding to internal stimuli. Which of the following pathways is primarily responsible for these symptoms? And the answer choices are choice 1, the mesolimbic pathway, choice 2, mesocortical pathway, choice 3, nigrostriatal pathway, choice 4, tubero-infundibular pathway, choice 5, Pepez circuit. The correct answer is choice 1, mesolimbic pathway. 
The patient in this vignette presents with over six months of delusions and hallucinations consistent with a diagnosis of schizophrenia. The mesolimbic pathway is responsible for the positive symptoms of psychotic disorders. There are four dopaminergic pathways in the brain. The mesolimbic pathway transmits dopamine from the ventral tegmental area in the midbrain to the ventral striatum. Its primary functions include award and aversion-related cognition. Defects in the mesolimbic system are hypothesized to contribute to the positive symptoms of psychosis, such as delusions and hallucinations. The negative symptoms of schizophrenia, such as a flattened affect and social withdrawal, are caused by defective signaling in the mesocortical pathway. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. The mesocortical pathway transmits dopamine from the ventral tegmental area in the midbrain to the prefrontal cortex. It is an important contributor to executive functioning. The mesocortical pathway is responsible for the negative symptoms of psychosis, such as a flattened affect and avolition. Choice 3. The nigrostriatal pathway transmits dopamine from the substantia nigra pars compacta to the caudate and putamen. It is important in coordinating movement as part of the basal ganglia motor loop. Defective dopamine signaling in the nigrostriatal pathway is associated with Parkinsonian symptoms. Choice 4. The tubero-infundibular pathway transmits dopamine from the arcuate nucleus to the median eminence. Its primary function is to regulate prolactin release from the anterior pituitary gland. Choice 5. The Pepez circuit transmits signals from the hippocampal formation to the fornix, mammillary bodies, mammalothalamic tract, anterior thalamic nuclei, cingulate gyrus, entorhinal cortex, then back to the hippocampal formation. It is responsible for controlling emotional expression. Finally, a bullet summary. The positive symptoms of psychosis, such as delusions and hallucinations, are primarily mediated by the mesolimbic pathway. That's all for this review about the limbic system. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session from MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we would be thrilled if you would consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.